0: If you are a small business owner, network marketer, or entrepreneur, and you are not using the correct vehicle to save for your retirement, you are costing yourself literally thousands of dollars each year, please don't get caught in this trap. Welcome to the Accounting Tips for Entrepreneurs podcast. My name is Jeff Skolnick and I'm a CPA with 35 years of experience working with small business owners, entrepreneurs, and network marketers on how to make their business more successful by understanding how taxes can work in their favor and not hurt their business. Each and every week I'm going to come to you with short, quick, and helpful tips on not only how to make sure you are doing everything possible to minimize your income tax liability, but also how to create the income for your business that you truly deserve. a small business owner, entrepreneur, or network marketer, and you are not using the correct vehicle to fund your retirement, you could literally be costing yourself thousands of dollars per year. I'm going to go over right now the most commonly used vehicles to fund a retirement by small business owners and entrepreneurs, and a little bit of the pros and cons of each. I'm going to start out with the IRA and whether you're using a traditional or a Roth IRA, the maximum amount that you can contribute to an IRA in 2019 is $6,000. This is up $500 from the 2018 amount of 5,500. In addition, if you are age 50 or over, there is something called a catch-up adjustment where you can put away another $1,000. So in 2018, you could put away $6,500 in your IRA if you were age 50 or older. In 2019, that number is now $7,000. Another vehicle people use to fund their retirement would be 401k plan, a 403b plan, which is similar to a 401k, but this is generally for -for not-for-profit entities, and a 457 plan, which is generally for state and local government employees. Now, don't let the numbers throw you. Those are simply the code sections of the Internal Revenue Code that they pertain to. So if you have one of these salary reduction plans, you were allowed to have $18,500 taken out of your salary in 2018. Again that number now in 2019 is up to $19,000, so it's raised $500 just like the IRAs were. In addition, as there was a catch-up adjustment for individuals age 50 and over on the IRA section, there was also a catch-up adjustment for this section, however the number is $6,000. So if you're in a salary reduction plan in 2018 and you were 50 years of age or older, you could put away $24,500. This year, it is $25,000. Now, if the plan, there are certain rules and regulations that are in place that would stop you from possibly maximizing the total, and that's based on total participation or things such as top-heavy rules. And I'm gonna say right off the bat, while I know how these things are taxed, I'm not a retirement plan specialist, and I always, always, always encourage people to see a retirement plan specialist. Now, if you're self-employed and you have a SEP IRA or solo 401k, you could put away for yourself up to $56,000 in 2019, which is up $1,000 from the 55,000 that was allowed in 2018. And just to be clear, if you're in a plan where you've had a salary reduction, let's say you've taken out the $19,000 max for 401k plan, you are not allowed to exceed the 56,000 between the salary reduction and what the IRA was allowed and with what, and what the employer contribution or with your contribution that was not considered to be a salary reduction, you still can't exceed the $56,000. Now, what's important to remember on IRAs is that there are certain phase-outs as to whether you can deduct an IRA or not. Now, we're going to rule out a Roth IRA because for right now a Roth IRA is never deductible. You get no deduction for putting the money in for a Roth IRA and when the money is taken out in retirement, none of the principal nor the earnings are taxed. Now if you have a traditional IRA where you are looking for a deduction, typically if you're not covered by any other retirement plan, and as long as you have enough earned income to to cover it, you are going to clearly be able to get the full deduction. So in 2019, either the 6,000 or 7,000, depending if you are age 50 or older or under 50 years of age. Now, if you are covered by a retirement plan, what happens is if you are single or head of household filing status, between 64 and 75, 74,000 dollars of adjusted gross income your IRA deduction will start to phase out. So again, let's say you put in $7,000, you're a single person, you're 50 years of age or older, so you put in $7,000, and your adjusted gross income just happened to wind up halfway between that sixty-four dollars and $74,000 phase out, so it's $69,000. So half of the IRA, or $3,500, would be deductible. The remaining $3,500, you would still be able to contribute to the IRA, it just would not count as a deduction on your tax return. Now, if you're married filing jointly, and you are the spouse that is covered by the retirement plan, then that phase out is gonna occur between 103 and $123,000. Again, that's up from, in 2018, the phase out was between 101 and $121,000. So these things are inflation adjusted. So if your income was, again, let's put you at the midway point, you put away $7,000, if your adjusted gross income was 113,000 that's the halfway point between the 103 and the 123 again 3500 would be deductible 3500 would not be deductible obviously if your income got closer to the 123 less of it would be deductible if your income was closer to the 103 more of it would be deductible if you are a married filing separately the phase-out starts from dollar $1, one, just from $0,000 to $10,000. So there's really not a great way to get a deduction if you're married filing separately. Now, if you are married filing jointly, but you are the non-covered spouse, so you are not covered at work by any other plan, but your spouse is, there's a much higher phase-out. In 2019, the phase-out for married filing jointly, non-covered spouse, is between 193 dollars and $203,000 where it starts to fade out. I'm also going to cover now a Roth IRA. Now, for a Roth IRA, the, there's a phase out in how much you can actually, um, whether you're allowed to contribute to a Roth IRA at, at all. So if you are single or ahead of household, as your adjusted gross income hits 122000 between 122000 and 137000 your Roth IRA will phase out. And here it's not about it being deductible or not deductible. When I say phase out, it means you wouldn't be able to contribute at all. So again, I'm going to put you as I always do 50%, you know, through the phase out. So in our case, this would be at 129 and a thousand dollars. You put $7,000 that you wanted to put into a Roth. Half of that would be disallowed so you can only put 3500 into the Roth. You cannot put the other 3500 into a Roth. You may be able to put it into a traditional IRA, but you can't put it into a Roth. Now, if you're married filing jointly, again, the phase-out range is the same 193 to 203 that we just discussed for the non-covered spouse. Married filing separately, again, that phases out between 0 and $10,000. Now, the advantage of the Roth, obviously, is very easy to do. You really don't need much to set one up. The disadvantage is obviously the very low amount that you can put in. Now, if you have a 401k or you have a SEP, obviously you can put away much larger amounts. Uh, That's the advantage to that. If you're somewhere in between, there's something also called a simple IRA, which is basically, uh, it's an IRA on steroids. You could put away up to $13,000 into a simple IRA again. That's up $500 from the 2018 amount, and there is a catch-up adjustment if you're age 50 or older. But of course, we're not going to be too consistent here either. It was that catch-up adjustment was $1,000 on an IRA, $6,000 on a on a salary reduction plan, on a simple it is $3,000. So you could put away up to $16,000 if you are if you are 50 years of age or older and you want to use a simple IRA. Now, the employer has to match either dollar for dollar up to the first 3% that an employee has taken out of their salary, or if they don't want to do that, they can make a non-elective contribution. In other words, what they could do is they could say, I'm going to put away 2% for everybody, whether they participate in the plan or not. The simple is, quite honestly, is not used nearly as much as the IRA. Uh, Roth IRA or the SEP or 401k plans are. Now, the advantage is obviously of these, of the 401k and the SEPs are that you can have a lot more money that you can put away for yourself. And to be honest with you, a SEP IRA, if you're a sole proprietor, doesn't differ that much from a traditional IRA other than dollar amounts. If you're an employer and you're paying uh, SEP IRAs, there are some differences between those and, and let's say a profit sharing if you put money into an IRA for somebody as an employer they automatically are 100 percent vested in it where if you put money into a profit sharing plan they may have step vesting maybe they're 20 percent vested after one year meaning that if they left they would only get twenty percent of the money you put away from them after two years forty percent right up to a hundred percent and the advantage of that uh, the reason people like that is it can tend to keep people in a job a little bit longer because you might have somebody that says you know what I'm thinking of getting out but I don't want to because I'm gonna lose that 20 percent that I'm gonna gain at the end of the year so it's really done for more of an employee retention type or at least has employee retention benefits so these are the major aspects that you'd have to look at when you're talking about funding your retirement but please don't just take the six thousand or seven thousand dollar IRA If you can afford to take one of these other vehicles, that's going to allow you to put away much more money for your retirement, which would make your retirement easier, and also give you thousands of dollars of more deductions currently. Thanks again for listening to the Accounting Tips for Entrepreneurs podcast. If you could please head over to Apple Podcasts, iTunes, or Spotify and leave me a five-star rating and write a review. Also, please connect with me on social media. If there are any tax or accounting-related topics you would like me to cover, please don't hesitate to reach out and let me know. If you are that small business owner or entrepreneur that really wants to learn more about how to minimize your tax liability and maximize your income, just head over to www.jeffcpaworld.com and I'll see you over there. Have a great day.